0: G'day, welcome to Partakers and to our series Aha! Heroes and Heretics Abound. Together we are looking at the story of the Church from its origins through to the age of reasoning in the 18th century. Last time we looked at the Protestant Reformation gathering apace in 16th century England. The main issue in the 16th century, as we saw together, was none but Christ saves that the gospel is good news for all of humanity, that nobody can earn their salvation, but rather salvation is a free gift from God for all those who choose to receive it. Back to basics. Back to the original gospel message preached by Jesus and the early church. The main issue in the 17th century, however, was none but Christ reigns. The Stuart monarchy promoted the divine right of kings, the God-given authority to rule country and church. James VI of Scotland became king in the year 1567, and he tried to re-establish the Episcopalian system, undermining the Presbyterian system. In the year 1603, he became the king of England as well, and became James I of England. The people of Scotland never accepted his authority over the church and fought to maintain religious freedom. James and his son Charles harassed the Puritans and drove many of them out of the country to Holland. King James I, however, did authorize a new translation of the Bible, what we today know as the King James Version, or Authorized Version. And then there was the National Covenant. This is where the Archbishop of Canterbury, the clerical leader of the Church of England, tried to impose a new system of church government on Scotland. But the Scots rejected this, and many signed a national covenant to maintain the freedom of the Presbyterian Church. In the year 1638, the General Assembly of the Church of England uh, tried to establish who was the head of the church. The people led by Henderson accepted the king as king, but not as the head of the church. War broke out, and the Scots, under General Alexander Leslie, defeated Charles in the year sixteen forty. In the year sixteen forty three, both the English and Scottish parliaments signed a covenant binding themselves to seek the reformation of religion along reformed lines. In the year sixteen forty three to forty nine, The Westminster Assembly of Divines met to establish a basis for a united church in Britain. The Westminster Confession of Faith became the Statement of Faith for the Presbyterian Church. And from this, various groups came about. Firstly, let's look at the Puritans. Many Christians wanted greater reformation than the church, following Calvin's model of church government and worship. These people separated from the Church of England altogether because they were still considered to be too closely attached with the Roman Catholic Church. These people formed distinctive groups embracing a greater purity of worship, doctrine and personal piety. Some went so far as to totally separate themselves from all other Christians and started autonomous local gatherings of believers. These independent churches were the beginning of what we know as the Congregational Church. And then we have the Separatists. These group of people, the Separatists, were persecuted by both the Roman Catholic Church and the Protestant churches and many were driven out of England to Holland where there was a greater degree of religious freedom. They were hounded out of England by King James I and then subsequently by King Charles. Many, as I said, left for Holland. However, in the year 1620, some returned to England and left for America, originally called New England, on the ship the Mayflower. They wanted a new land where they could worship God with total freedom and virtually establish his kingdom on earth. And by the year 1643, 20,000 people had arrived resulting in America's origins being deeply religious. And then thirdly, we have the group called the Baptists. Some of these Puritans maintained believers' baptism by immersion was also essential for those who called themselves Christian. This was started by John Smythe in an independent church in Holland. A remnant of this church returned to England and established the first Baptist church resulting in over 300 Baptist churches in England alone by the year 1660. That's it for this time. Next time in our series, AHA, we will look at the last of this series, the church in the 18th century being confronted by the age of reason and scientific materialism. Thanks for listening. Come back to Partakers. www.partakers.co.uk www.partakers.co.uk where every day there is something new to encourage your walk as a Christian in the 21st century. Bye for now.